Welcome to I Have You Now, the very first day of pack reviews, starting with this new cycle, Rogue Squadron. My name is John Heath Clark, Jack of Hearts in the Forums. The intention of this podcast is to be a quick and dirty review and rumination on the new pods the day after they come out, to give everybody an idea of their strengths, their weaknesses, possible deck building ideas, and just something fun and light to listen to that, that doesn't take too long. Uh, well, let's get started with Ready for Takeoff. Let's begin with Baron Fell's pod, The Empire's Elite. So let's talk about the objective first. Interrupt. When a piloted fighter unit you control leaves play, return it and the attached pilot enhancement to your hand. Limit once per turn. So, this is incredible. because the So the biggest problem with pilots and enhancements in general is that if the unit that they're piloting dies, you lose both the unit and the enhancement. It's bad card advantage. Right now, they've, they've done some stuff to mitigate this with a fake card in this pack, stay on target, but Empire's Elite is actually the opposite of that, because what it says is if you've put an enhancement on a fighter unit, you're now not only making the fighter unit better, but you're protecting that unit from permanent death. So it, it is the opposite of card disadvantage when it comes to enhancements, which is baller. All right, let's move on to Baron Fell himself. Fell is, uh, the relevant text is Pilot 2. While this card is piloting a fighter unit, each friendly fighter unit gains Elite and Edge 1. Now, this is important for two reasons. Because you're fighting the Jedi at their own game. The Jedi have huge edge advantage and uh, are able to cover the board in tactics icons. Elite makes it so much more difficult to completely tactics at your board. And Edge 1 means that you can fight the 4 and 5 Force Pip, Yodas and Lukes and stuff in the edge battle. Even more so, the rest of this pod is so targeted at taking down the Jedi Supremacy with a tie, the 181st TIE Interceptor. So, the relevant text on this guy is, While this unit is piloted, its pilot enhancement contributes its Force Icons to your side during the Force Struggle. This is actually, in its own way, a little mini May the Force Be With You, because what it's letting you do is contribute to the Force Struggle while still trying to do what your deck is trying to do. By putting Fell or Mauler Mythal or even the... Uh, Black Squadron TIE, uh, TIE Pilot from the uh, core set, you're able to contribute to the Force and still keep up the offensive, which is something that TIE Fighter decks have always had a problem with. Um, the very last uh, card in this pod is Flight Academy. It is a uh, enhancement. Uh, reduce the cost and the pilot cost to the first pilot card you play each turn by one, and it provides a resource. So... What's amazing about these Flight Academy things is what they're missing, which is the phrase, to a minimum of one. So this means you can play cards like Muller Mythal and Baron Fell with just one or two of these guys for free, which allows you to also play out a whole board of TIE Fighters, all with Edge, all Elite, so they're going to be back up on the board of the next turn, all potentially, if they die, coming back to you. So it's a... Uh, it's a huge boost, a huge benefit, the very small fact that it doesn't say to a minimum of one. So the objective as a whole is my second favorite objective in the entire pack. It's powerful, it's strong, it addresses all of the issues that TIE Fighters have faced in the past without breaking them, without making them disgustingly powerful. So A++ work on the Empire's Elite. Now... Let's move on to the incredibly creatively named Black Squadron Formation. Black Squadron Formation, it's an action reads, action, focuses objective to return a target Black Squadron card from your discard pile to your hand. Recursion is bonkers, and Black Squadron is not exactly a very, very rare trait. There are several incredible cards, uh, three of which are in this pack, that are 
incredible, incredible cards. High edge values, um, really strong abilities, and you can return them essentially at will once you have this objective on the table. That is awesome. Mauler Mythal. So, Mauler's relevant text is Pilot 1, Action, focuses enhancement to remove a target-friendly fighter unit from the engagement. Now, this guy is not nearly as exciting as Baron Fell. It's a strong ability. It lets you pull some shenanigans. It's not going to, like, win you a ton of games. It might win you one game. You might have this one circumstance where, ha-ha, I've removed my 181st tie with Baron Fell, and now he survives, and life is beautiful. But, for the most part, Mauler Mythal's not going to win you games. He's got two icons and a pilot cost of only one. He's going to be great on a 181st tie interceptor. Um, he's good to activate Black 2, who I will be getting to in a moment, so Mauler's fine. Black 2 is my favorite card in this pack. It's uh, 3 cost, 3 health, black unit, black tactics, ah, vehicle, which says protect vehicle. While this unit is piloted, prevent the first point of damage this unit would take each phase. So this is, this is a prayer that has been answered to, um to everybody that wants to run TIE Fighter vehicle decks. This is a vehicle that will um, keep your other little dudes alive. All of your little 1 and 2 cost TIE Fighters with huge amounts of black uh, objective damage but not able to stay alive. Now they can. Black 2 is a boss. Alright. Um, TIE Advanced. TIE Advanced we've seen before. It's, um, it's a strong card because it can let you do a lot of extra damage. It's inexpensive. It's got the the right uh, objective. The objective damage is black, and that's the right icon to have be black. Um, and it's black squadron. Solid. Solid card. Not like anything to write home about, but solid. Um, the last two cards we just saw in the previous pack, essentially, Death Star Ready Room is the Sith version of Flight Academy. All previous comments apply. Stay on target. Um... Uh, I didn't really talk about Stay on Target much in the last pack, so I'll talk about it in this one. Stay on Target is, again, recursion. It's incredible. It's it's a surprise. It's a, a way to pay for expensive pilots without paying for them. You can um, It'll resolve before the edge battle is dis- decided, so you can pull out Baron Fell for surprise, like three or four edge. If he's in your hand, they'll have no idea. Um... And then, potentially, if he's on a 181st tie, that's a surprise three on the force they weren't considering. It's it's really great. Stay on target is exactly what this kind of enhancement-heavy cycle needed. Very smart design. Very excited to play some more with it. And you'll have four in a deck that's using both this and the previous objective. So, um, Black Squadron information is solid. It's one of them that I'm not sure we're going to see for forever. There's probably going to be better stuff that comes out that will replace Black Squadron formation in decks. I don't feel that way about the Empire's Elite. All right, that's two down, three to go. Let's go to the Grand Heist. The Grand Heist's objective ability is not super awesome. It is each light side vehicle unit you control gains Black Tactics. So, obviously, we're going to be having some stuff that takes control of light side vehicle units in this pack, and perhaps in the future, but it's an ability that, for the most part, is going to be blank, and if, if, it, does be, if it does get activated, it's going to be because you've already pulled off this amazing move. So, it's rich get richer, winner wins more, I'd much rather have something that pulls you back from behind. Um, Alright. Niles Farrier is the star of this pod. He's probably cooler than he is good, but let's talk about the relevant text. Pilot 3. You may play this card as a pilot enhancement on an unpiloted enemy fighter or transport unit. 
take control of enhanced unit while piloted by this card. So, right now, this is cool, but it's there's not a huge ton of targets for it right now, unless you're playing against Rebels, and in that case, there's some, there's some sexy stuff to grab. But um, you certainly can't rely on it. It won't steal speeder bikes. It won't steal Rogue 3. Um, and as the cycle goes on, we're probably going to see much more exciting fighter and transport units on the light side. In fact, we know we are. Um, but right now, this is, this is a card, as, as Scotty on the forum said, that should have come out in the sixth pack. Not the first, because there's just not enough great targets for it yet. But it's super exciting. On the same theme, Novice Starship Thief. We get uh, two of these uh, little chuds. They're two cost, one health, one black unit, one white objective. Reaction. After this unit enters play, destroy a target unpiloted vehicle unit with printed cost two or lower. Now, I actually like these guys more than I like Farrier right now. They're less cool, but they're better. And why is that? Because um, there are a ton of light side two cost units that I, I would like to see dead. That's uh, speeder tanks, speeder bikes, sleuth scouts, um, the rogue squadron X-Wings, uh, any number of other ones. And the, there's enough targets that pretty much, because speeder bikes are in Jedi, every deck is running some sort of two-cost vehicle. And that means there are targets, it's removal, and a dude on the board at the same time. Yay. Okay, Pirate Hideout. Pirate Hideout's pretty cool. It's the first... Um, enhancement-based protection that we've seen, except for maybe Old Ben's Spirit, but that's an entirely different uh, can of worms. Um, it's an enhancement. Enhance your play area, one cost. Interrupt. When a vehicle unit is dealt damage, place one of that damage on this enhancement. Then, if this enhancement has four or more damage on it, discard it. That's good. It's going to protect your, your vehicles. Scum, it, it's sort of funny because of all of the factions, Scum has the most survivable attack uh, vehicle, that being... Um, Black Sun Headhunter. They're shielding and four health. Like, that thing's just not going to die under normal circumstances. But um, Pirate Hideout will protect it yet further. The last card in the pack is so cool, and it's my favorite card in the pack. It is Salvage Operation. Two-cost event. Reaction. After a vehicle unit is destroyed or captured, put that unit into play from its owner's discard pile or from its captured state under your control. Now, there's the obvious really exciting thing here. You kill the Falcon, you kill Home 1, you kill uh, anything. You kill anything on the light side, and you can take it. That's really cool. That's, that's a really fun and exciting ability. The thing I think that some people didn't immediately pick up on, though, and, and not everybody, but there's some people talking about this, is that it's our first surprise save, really. We don't have any event-based, like, oh, you thought that guy was dead? Well, he's not, except for, like, preventing damage through lightsaber deflection, it's different. It's still different. This makes big, expensive vehicles more um, viable. And I really think what I'm going to experiment with, this is the only pot I haven't gotten to play with yet. What I think it's going to do is it's going to make Slave 1 a little bit better. And Carbonite Transport might actually be a playable pod now with um, Tractor Beam and all this other stuff that's going around for vehicles. So, um... It'll have its heyday for, like, four packs until the actual other Slave 1 with Boba Fett pilot comes out. But until then, maybe Carbonite Transport will finally get its day in the sun. As a whole, Grand Heist is, I would say, a one-of. Toolboxy scum pack. Maybe when the next few packs comes out, if, if all of the light side is as crazy about vehicles as it's been crazy about characters, then this pod could become a two-of as a medical. But I don't think... It, it requires a little bit too heavily that your opponent be running 
vehicles. All right, on to the light side and my favorite pod, Rogue Squadron Assault. This is a rebel pod. It is a reaction. After a fighter or pilot card you control enters play, draw one card. Limit once per turn. So, my biggest problem with my Rebel decks, Rebel is like my baby faction that I love so much, has always been that like if I if I defensive Yavin 4 my entire hand onto the board, I have no edge cards. I have no way to win an attack. I'm just throwing my units away. And maybe that's worth it for like a single point of damage to throw away a Y-Wing. But this one gives me one more chance to get a card that will help me win that edge battle. Derek Hobby. Clivian is the next card. He's uh, the relevant text is Pilot One, no ability, but his he has an interrupt. When this card leaves play, return it to your hand instead. So even as a unit, he returns to your hand. Now he has three Force Pips, which means he's excellent in edge battles. He's uh, he's really just strong and wonderful. Um, the the right now he's just going to activate Pilot stuff. He's good on Rogue Three to to give it the enhancement bonus. Um, where he really shines is on the next two cards in this pack, which are both Rogue Squadron X-Wings. They're uh, two cost, three health, black unit, black uh, objective, action. Discard attached pilot enhancement to remove all damage and focus tokens from this unit. Clearly excellent with Hobby, because you can throw him away, he'll come back to your hand, you can use him for an edge battle, you could stay on target him, back onto it, and attack again. Um, my favorite thing that I've done is to put an astromech droid on it so that it's essentially a, it's essentially Luke once you get an asteroid mech on it. It's two unit and two objective damage that has a ton of different ways to make it strike again. Um, with wedge on this thing, you can attack, use wedge, attack again, throw away wedge, attack again, and with an astromech droid, that's three objectives if they're unopposed. So, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Yay for Rogue Squadron X-Wings. There are two of them. Highly approve. Um, pilot ready room and stay on target. I have I have already talked about, so this is this is exciting. It's just the Rebel version. Pilot ready room is just the Rebel version of the uh, Death Star ready room and the um, Flight Academy. It's great. It's particularly wonderful because we have this Pilot 1 guy, so he's free. And stay on target is solid on the light side. Um, I, I'm not as big a fan of it because I think stay on targeting Baron Fell is so incredible, but it can bring back Wedge, it can bring back uh, Hoth Luke um, with the new FAQ errata that just came out, um, and uh, and Hobby and Lando are fine. I think it's going to be better once, like, when you can stay on target the Luke Skywalker from the attack run objective in the fourth pack, it's going to be insane. But right now, solid. Later, insane. Alright, moving on to our final objective, Memories of Tanab. Now, um, a few members of my uh, uh, playgroup were like, what's the reference? So, I will provide for you now the relevant audio clip. Well, look at you, a general, huh? <laughs> Someone must have told him about my little maneuver at the Battle of Tenev. So yes, there you have it. Now, um, let's talk about the objective first, as we have been, smuggler objective. Uh, reaction. After a target enemy unit with one or more edge-enabled combat icons is focused to strike, focus a pilot card to place one focus token on the striking unit. Now, I looked at that, and I was like, that's pretty strong. I like that. Then I played it yesterday. It is incredibly strong. It's so good for um, getting somebody locked down. Anybody that strikes with an edge-enabled icon, for every pilot you have, you can focus that unit a second time. It's control in what is... um, 
if you're putting it in like a rebel deck or a highly aggressive smuggler's deck, it's a way to lock down some of their best units. If the Emperor is committed to the Force, great, he'll strike once, but now he's triple focused, and he's not coming back for two turns. And that's all you need as rebels to take advantage. This is, or, or smugglers, this is a way to shut down their defenses on the following turn, and I love it. Lando Carusian is an expert. Lando, the relevant text is Pilot 2. While enhanced unit is participating in an engagement and you have the edge, each enemy unit loses all its combat icons. Now that's really strong. If you can, if you can reliably win edge battles, you can basically render their defenses moot, except for preventing your unopposed damage. Now my problem with him is, he's in a very low um, uh, force pip pod. As, and, and he's been paired... Right now, obviously, you want as many pilots as possible. He's paired with Rogue Squadron Assault, which is also a low-force pit pod. And all of the Rebel Twists of Fate are in character pods. So if you want a twist, you're going to have to run Leia or Jan, who is not synergistic with either of the two pods we just mentioned. So winning edge battles is going to be pretty rough for these light-side vehicle decks right now. Unless they go speeders, uh, there are possibilities. But he's not as exciting as he could be. Um, speaking of things that are not as exciting as they could be, the system patrol crafts are, are, they're something. Um, they're two cost, two health, a, a black unit and a white unit damage, and their only relevant text is protect smuggler objective. Now, there are some uses for this. You can use them to soak up a trust me so that you can, uh, uh, cost so that you can prevent more events. You can use it for questionable contacts, um... And that's good. That's great. But neither of those are super synergistic with this pod. In fact, Trust Me has another Lando in it, which is not what you want. So, me. Speaking of me, Connornet. Uh, this is a enhancement. Uh, enhance an enemy vehicle unit, cost zero. Treat enhanced units' combat icons as if they are edge-enabled. Again, this, this pod doesn't help you win the edge. And there's not, like a great deal of good vehicle pods that do. So it's nice. It's going to let you activate memories of Tanav on something that only has black um, icons of which like it's, it, it's not great. It's just not great. But this is, this is actually my single favorite card. This next card is my single favorite card in this pa- in this whole box. And that is a little maneuver. It's a two cost event reaction. After you lose an edge battle, end the engagement without further resolution. Discard all cards in edge stacks. This cancels a fight after the determination of edge. It's like a twist of fate that you can choose to use whenever you want. This is really strong for a number of reasons. The one I didn't initially think of until I played with it was I was playing against Ty Swarm. He had 100 million objective damage on the board. And I had no defenders, and he was at six, so he was going to blow up all three of my objectives. I let him do all of his combat math, I let him blow up my first two objectives, and then when he came into the third one, I a little maneuvered. Which meant that the only defenders he had remaining were his fighters that he had been intending to use on the attack. And um, I won the game. So I am all about a little maneuver. There's so many tricks. You can make your opponent throw away all of his edge cards for a big important edge battle and then come in again at the objective you actually care about. Um, It is strong, and it's the card that I think makes this pod worth running. So, 
that's it for I Have You Now, our first one. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did or didn't, let me know in the comments so that I can improve our next pack review. If there's anything more that you'd like to hear, uh, any anything that was missing, anything that there was too much of, let me know. And finally, a huge acknowledgement to a couple of people. The first is Roy Rogers, uh, my fellow New York City Metamate who encouraged me to do this and is hosting it. He is awesome. Also, Greg May, the owner of The Uncommons, has really, like supported me in helping make the New York City Star Wars community vibrant, positive, and beautiful. Thank you so much, Greg May, even though I know you're not listening to this. And finally, Fantasy Flight Games and Eric Lang. You guys are my heroes. I've I've been buying your products since you were releasing Dragon Star source books like 15 years ago. You guys make my life awesome. Thank you so much. Rock on.